Loud Podcast. This is our high energy louder episode. We're gonna make sure we're audible on this mic. No, no, it's such a we're not on Audible. We're not sponsored by Audible. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Not aud- Audible, the ebook company. So this is the Omaha. Media. We Omaha. don't talk about ebooks here. Check, we talk check. About... Check, check. No. Blue seventy five. I get it. You're calling it Audible. Yeah. Anyways. No, this is me calling. Audible. I'm trying to do the. Hi, I bought a book online, <laughs> and I don't want it anymore. I'm trying to do the intro. <laughs> okay. It's the Media Bow Podcast, where we talk about, not books, but we talk about film, we talk about television, we talk about music, and we talk about video games, not necessarily in that order. But what we do talk about, and what we always begin with, is introducing ourselves. I'm Mike. Hi. He's Matt. Yes. He's Matt. I'm Mike. Yes. We're your host. This is Media Bow Podcast, episode number 71. It's Wednesday. I realized I said that really fast. If you're able to pick that up, really great. Yes. It's Wednesday, May the... 10th be with you. Uh, 10th? Yeah, it's May 10th. Okay, it's the 10th of May, 2017, episode 71. Let's go right into it. We have box office numbers for this so important weekend because we had what some are saying was the big, biggest new summer, like biggest first summer release of the year. Um. Um is right. Um is right because (laughs) there's a bunch of asterisks attached with this thing. Alright, so uh, as we correctly predicted, uh, which was a no-brainer, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is, of course, your number one movie. Yes. No surprise there. No surprises. Uh, what was a surprise was that we completely overshot it in the moonshot. It only came in at $146 million. <laughs> Should have probably just sell it at one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. It under it underperformed from what we thought it was going to do. Right. Even, even, think, even Disney put it at one fifty opening. Yeah. Which, uh, it's only a $4 million difference. I mean, come on. So they were about right. Yeah, they're about right. With, with the estimate. Yes. So the estimate was probably right on. But, yeah. that being said, kind of disappointing in the grand scheme of Marvel releases. Yeah, well, I mean, it did extremely better than the first one did, which only opened to $98 million. Yes. But then again, this is a known quantity now, like I was talking about last week. Yes. So it doesn't have rookie numbers. It shouldn't make rookie numbers. And right. Sure enough, it did better than that, at least, but still not as big as Avengers. No, it's not an Avengers number. It no. actually only opens up to, uh, I think, the fourth biggest box office the fourth or fifth biggest box office of the Marvel opening movies? of the Marvel movies okay because your first two are Avengers and I think it was Winter Soldier and then Guardians something like that yeah I, I think that's uh, I think it did pass um, Iron Man 3's opening okay Th- that, that's why mm-hmm. that's kind of impressive yeah. considering that's a third Iron Man movie yep. that's what I say it's, it's like either the fourth or fifth I can't remember if it passed or not so it did alright yeah well, put it this way. We were just it's ridiculous. Op- it's opening already. It's already the number 14th movie <laughs> in the Marvel MCU. Yeah. In domestic gross. Yeah. Considering there's 15 movies. It's the 15th movie they put out. Right. So, it did well. Yeah. I think we, we were just super, like you said, we just super overshot it last week yep. thinking that it was going to be way more of a thing, of a big explosion than it ended up being. But still, people saw that movie yep. and so did you. Yep. Talk about it. Tell me, without spoilers, about Guardians of the Galaxy. So here are my little thoughts on it. All right. Okay. Um, apparently, I'm in the minority where I thought it could be better okay, so than what they gave me. You were a little disappointed? I felt disappointed. Okay. However, 
Apparently, everyone that I've talked to about this movie really enjoys it and really likes it. And they say it's like the best Marvel movie ever, as they always say when it comes out. But <laughs> I didn't feel that way coming out of it, surprisingly enough. I thought they did everything that they did right with the first Guardians movie. They just took what they took what the audience liked and then amplified it. Yeah. Which works in a lot of aspects. It does work. It is still a good movie. I just felt disappointed it could be a better movie. The way you're describing it sounds like exactly what I expect. So Yes. But I, I guess I could also understand the hype being so big that you wanted to be surprised Okay, more. So you remember how much hype I had going into Winter Soldier yeah. and then met all those hype expectations? <laughs> yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy falls just short of my hype expectations. Okay. So, to the point where I enjoy the first one a whole lot more than I enjoy the second one. Okay. That being said, uh, FX was running, uh, FX, because it has the movies, was running Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> this weekend. I was able to sit through really it twice. Huh? They should really give them back. Yeah. If FX has the movies. They have the movies. They, they should really so I was able share to sit, them with others. I was able to sit through Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, back to back. Yeah. And still enjoy it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, but I don't feel the same about like, either one. nostalgia then or again, feelings that I have for the second one. Then again, you've only seen it once. Then again, I did only see it once. So, but, and yeah, and that's being said, when, I, when Guardians of the Galaxy did come out, I saw it twice the opening night. So Malia saw this movie as well. Does she want to pipe in and tell us her, her opinions? I liked it. She liked it. So she's probably in what I consider everyone else and not super critiquing it and. Basically, you're going to enjoy this movie no matter what. It's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel every, movie. Every critique is a super critique. Yeah. So, yeah, so I apparently yeah, okay. need to see this so I can be the tiebreaker here. Yeah. Um, you're going to go in this movie. You're going to like it. It's got everyone you want. I still Kirk Russell does great. Theories, though. I'm behind. Yeah, you are behind. I'm super behind with movies because I don't want to spend the money right you now. You need a Kurt Russell weekend. Apparently. I need a Kurt Russell double feature. Yes. That's what I'm, that's that's what what I'm in the market for. Okay, so uh, okay, I realized what was wrong with it. Okay. So, uh, in the very final climactic battle, it feels very much like the end of Man of Steel, but without the total, with the same total destruction and chaos of the buildings, except it's not a, the buildings, it's the inside of Ego, the planet. Okay. That's not spoilers, because you know that's going to happen eventually. That didn't make any sense to me, so exactly. it's extra not a spoiler <laughs> for me. Because it felt very much like that, where it's just two very superhuman people going at each other, fighting. Yeah. But the stakes are not as high. Yeah. When you have superpower against superpower, yeah, I could see the stakes being kind of like... Right. Well, it doesn't really matter what happens here. Right. Kind of thing. So Mutually I, I assured can... destruction yes. pops to mind. Right. Dude, I am Mary Poppins. Yeah. That being said, Yondu uh, steal the show. Um... Yondu, um, Michael He's Roker. the arrow guy from the first one. Right? Yes, he's the blue guy. He steals the show. Um, he pops in, and he is great okay. everywhere. Did, Groot was the one I heard stole the show. Baby Groot? Yeah. Uh, that was not as much. But there's a lot less uh, Groot ex machina in this movie. <laughs> sure. <laughs> because he is Baby Groot. But there are five uh, extra, extra scenes at the end. So That's be sure to stay for the end of it. That's and, a lot of yeah. extra scenes. They're good. Yes. How many involve Howard the Duck? 
Well, okay. no, no, it's in the middle of the movie, though. Or is it, is it the end? Two. Okay, good okay, to know. Two. Good to know there is at least one Howard the Duck. Yes, All right. Howard the Duck is back. And it does <laughs> confirm a long-running theory involving Stan Lee. That being said, we're going to move on to the rest of the box office. Yeah, because, yeah, no more spoilers. I'm going to see this thing. So our, our audience, they didn't yes. already... So, yeah, like we said, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, opened one. to 146 million, which is not your number one opening of the year. No. That still that title still belongs to Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast still rocked it. Still rocked it with 174 million. Yeah. I think uh, back in March. And it's probably gonna hold that at least until Star Wars comes out Star into Wars, December. Yes. Because because I don't think Star any Wars of the summer stuff can even reach that. No. Like Spider Man. No, Spider Man's not gonna reach it. Transformers is not gonna reach it. No, no. Planet of the Apes not gonna reach it. Kingsman's not gonna reach it. So might as well skip to yeah, skip to Star Wars. Yep, skip to Star Wars. Um, so, but what, what doesn't skip to Star Wars is the rest of this top five. Yes. Uh, number two <laughs> was Fate of the Furious with 8.5 million. That's just how big the gap is, okay? Yeah. Yeah, 146. If you saw the movie, 8. 5. you saw Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 8.5 million was your number two movie. Gar- uh, Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. It's a now very has 207 movie. million domestically. All right. Uh, the Boss Baby was number three with 5.9 million. Okay. That thing now has 156 domestically. It's got legs. Number four was How to Be a Latin Lover. That was 5.1 million. Yep. And now it has 20 million over its two weekends. And creeping back into the top five, Beauty and the Beast. Huh. Only made 5 million, but in total, it has made $487 million domestically. Dang. Yeah. That's some Lion King numbers right there. That's some Lion King numbers right there. Lion King numbers. <laughs> Disney hasn't seen Lion King numbers in quite said- a while. And it will probably see Lion King numbers yet again when Lion yeah. King comes out. Right. <laughs> with Donald Glover. Yep. So, yeah, that thing's doing real well. Yep. Uh, upcoming this weekend, we have a couple, we have two movies to take on the Guardians. Okay. We have King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Okay. And Snatched, the comedy starring uh, my girlfriend, Amy Schumer. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, do we need to pick a number one? Nope. It's going to be Guardians again. Yep. So, do we need to pick a number two? Uh, it's, gonna it the, it's gonna be legend. It's gonna be Arthur. You think it's the, the Charlie Hunman has has people behind him. Yeah, I guess he does. My, uh, yeah, yeah. I've heard that name a lot recently. Charlie, is what I'll say. Charlie Hunman has people <laughs> behind him. So does Guy Ritchie. So does um, uh, what's the British guy? You have to be more specific. Jude Law. He's also Jude in that Law movie. Is in that movie. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're probably right. That's probably number two. But I feel also, like... I, I think Amy Schumer's star is kind of. Falling, but moment. at the same time, I think that that's solid counter programming, and it'll be an easy number three. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, your other movie is Lowriders, but I can't tell you what that movie is. No, I think we got our top three right there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so yeah, Guardians is gonna be number one with roughly what seventy million? Probably. So it looks like 65 percent. Oh, sixty-five million. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. So box office is done. Yep. Let's move on to movie news. Yep, movie news. What do we have in movie news this week? First up, we've got this. I cannot tell what that is. That looks like a trailer. Yes, we got a bunch of movie trailers. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. Tell me about your trailers. We got a bunch of movie trailers, including The Dark Tower. This right, is the Stephen King's, King's The Dark Tower. Yes. Uh, this is the supposed uh, cross-book world uh, starring Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, All right. All right? All right. All right. Uh, next up, we also have Blade Runner 2049. Yes. Harrison Ford is old in. Her- Her- 
In Blade and Ryan Gosling's <laughs> Young Goose. Yes, in the Young Goose. Young Goose is in this. Yeah, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. We also have the second trailer for Christopher Nolan's. Okay. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Yes, the ridiculous millimeter. Yep. What is it? 60, 65? Yep. Uh, seventy five. Yep. IMAX seventy millimeter. Seventy millimeter. Yep. Something ridiculous. I all I remembered. Yep. We also got um, the Big Sick, which is a disgusting. Indie comedy starring oh. Kumail Nanjimani. Oh, and Kumail. Yes. Cool. I love Kumail. He's cool. Yeah. And, um, what's his name? Ray Romano. Really? Yeah. Wait, really? They're in a comedy together. Uh. Where uh, Kumail dates uh, Ray Romano's uh, movie daughter. Hey, why are you and then she gets my sick. Daughter? And then, yeah. Ah. They have to, basically, have to, it's, it's basically about a white family dealing with a Pakistani boyfriend. So it's Get Out? Kind of. But it's a comedy. So it's Get Out? But it's a comedy. So it's Get Out. Alright, sure. I didn't say Get Out. <laughs> I didn't so. say Get Out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Get Out was a horror it, movie, it, though. It's a, <laughs> yeah. It's a combination of things. Right. Right. I understand. Uh, we also have uh, The Bad Batch, which is a movie starring Jason Momoa. Um... I think it was Brie Larson. I don't think you, it was Brie Larson. You think it was Brie Larson? No, some other girl. Some blonde Larson. girl. Yeah, some blonde girl right. and Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's and respectful. a very like post-apocalyptic. I now have a missing leg or something. <laughs> type movie. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna look this up? Just want to know. Yeah. I don't think it's um, who you think it is. No. Yeah, whatever that movie is. I think you're thinking of... Keep scrolling down. I think you just kept scrolling down. I was hoping you would keep talking. Uh, (laughs) Anyways. Uh, The other... Yeah, right there. First one. Just close the eyes. Keep talking! (laughs) I meant to do... Suki Waterhouse. Yeah, that one. I never heard of her. Okay. Um, Anyways, other trailers include Inhumans, uh, because, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, you got a brief trailer for them. That is, of course, the TV uh, brief mini series and movie, or IMAX showing screening. Yes. Um, we also, also because um, MTV Movie and TV Awards happened. Oh right, we um, did. We did not, not watch those. We did not watch it. <laughs> I did not put it in the news. We're not covering it. No. But we did get a quote final trailer for Wonder Woman. And a new trailer for it, that uh, comedy or horror movie. And I heard about the, the, the yes. best kiss award was the, for the first time given to a same-sex couple. Oh yeah, it was, it was given to uh, that the uh, Moonlight Handjob. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was a kiss. They they kissed. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, during the Moonlight Handjob. Stop calling it that. The, the Handjob in the Moonlight. <laughs> handjob in the Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. So apparently people like saying <laughs> that. Alright, moving on. Moving on. I mean, cool. Okay, yeah, moving on. Okay. That's uh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to talk about this. Alright. Because it's stupid. What is this? What does it look like? I cannot read those words. That, that, that says uh, Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. This is stupid. All right, <laughs> but but we're gonna we're gonna briefly mention this because news was kind of slow this week. So Mr. Tom Cruise, 
Yes. Uh, so Mr. Tom Cruise and Mrs. Emily Blunt will be starring in the sequel to Edge of Tomorrow. Yes. Which will not be called Edge of Tomorrow 2. Or, nor Edge of Tomorrow, where instead of T-O, it's a number two. That would be a better title. That's what they should have done. Actually, I have written down here, make a better title, and I think yeah. you just did it. Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> but yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it'll, it will instead take from the DVD name, Live, Die, Repeat. Or sorry, the Blu-ray name. Live, yes. die, repeat. Same thing. Except they're going to call it live, die, repeat, and repeat. <laughs> and repeat. We and didn't repeat, just skip. And repeat. Live, and die, repeat. and repeat. And wait. Live, die, repeat, and repeat. Yes. So, obviously, this is Tom Cruise talking. Who knows if this is actually accurate. I'm not saying anything against Tom Cruise here. I am just saying that he doesn't always believe in things that make sense. Wink. Wink. So well, here's the other <laughs> thing about this. So I actually read the article where this thing came from. Yeah, apparently there's no script. Okay, it's just an idea from Tom Cruise uh-huh. while, while that he had while they were still filming uh, the original one, the first one. But he seemed to have confirmed it, or he's acting like he's confirmed he's acting it. like he's confirmed it. But here's a little problem: Tom Cruise is in the middle of filming Mission Impossible Six. Emily Blunt is in the middle of filming Mary Poppins Returns. The director, Doug Lehman, is in the middle of filming, or getting ready to film, Justice League Dark. And the screenwriter, Christian McQuarrie, is also attached to Justice League Dark. So it sounds like if this is going to happen, it's not going to happen anytime soon. No, but considering the movie came out in 2014, yeah. it's already been three years. So, Or it will have been three, yeah, it's already been three years, 2014. So if they will repeat, they'll repeat in like a year and a half. Yeah. So it looks like a five-year gap or jump or something. <laughs> so don't worry about that, but maybe Tom Cruise will say more crazy things in the future. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, okay, let's move on. Yes, what do we have? Like I said, it was a slow week, so Paramount made a deal. Okay, what did Paramount do? Uh, Paramount made a deal for a new movie. All right. Starring. As they tend to do. Tell me if you will see this movie. Okay, sell me. Pitch it, pitch it. All right. Elevator pitch. Okay, so this movie is about a washed-up TV show dad... Who's yeah. fallen on hard times, but Bob he's, Saget. think Bob Saget, but yeah. he's recently decided to reunite with his now grown, very adult and very successful TV show TV show son. Okay, and and hilarity ensues as he tries to ride his TV son's coattails back into the limelight and try to get a reunion show back together. Uh, BoJack Horseman season four. No Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. No. Uh, that sounds all right. Sounds all right. It depends on the casting, and it depends on the director for me. TV show dad will be Will Ferrell. All right. Adult TV show kid will be Jason Momoa. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Written by Andy Mogul and Jared Paul, who were the writers on The Grinder. Oh. The short-lived Rob Lowe television show. Yes, The Grinder. Okay. And it will be produced by Nick Stoller, uh, who produced uh, Neighbors, and Gary Sanchez Productions. I'll skip it. You'll skip it? Yeah. Yeah. I think after hearing that, the the clientele is not exciting to me. Jason Momoa or Will Ferrell? All of the above. (laughs) You can just say Will Ferrell. It's fine. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, uh, yeah, I'm picky with Will Ferrell. All right. And lastly, 
That's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, more but, about Guardians? Yeah. No, uh, that was where I was going to put my review or my thoughts. But we already talked about we that. We already talked about that. So it's going to move on. <laughs> so I don't know why you would keep it till the end of the movie. I usually always keep it till the end of the movie. Yeah, we do it while we're talking about it at the box office because it's already, we already brought it up. Right. It just makes more sense to me. Television. Television. Then. Moving on to the world, the TV. Game of Thrones. Got. More Game of Thrones news. What do we got? <laughs> what do we got? See what they did there? Yes. Uh, so HBO yeah. is currently developing four different spin-offs. <laughs> I love this. It's like Democracy, but on HBO. From they have four, to choose one of four flavors. From four different <laughs> movie writers. Okay. So these include, these four uh, different writers include Max Borstein, who, currently, who recently wrote Kong Skull Island. Right. Jane Goldman, who wrote Kingsman the Secret Service. Okay. Brian Hel- Helgeland, who wrote A Knight's Tale. And Carly Rae, who wrote, who was a writer on Mad Men. Not to be confused with Carly Rae Jepsen, who was different. Yes, who was a writer on... <laughs> on Carly Rae Jepsen. Jepsen's. <laughs> on Emotion. Yes. Okay, what are the what are the, the, the synopsi? Is that listed? No synopsi. No, we just know who's with, responsible? We just know who, who they hired to write. But we do know for certain that some one of them is writing a book, writing based on George R. R. Martin's book, a prequel called Dunk and Egg. Dunk and Egg. Dunk and, and egg. egg. Yes. We don't know which one. Okay. We just know that one is confirmed because that one is the highly anticipated... I say highly anticipated as if I'm in the community, but I'm not. <laughs> but that is the one that would be the, the most one. likely done in... That's what the fans the, want. Yes, that's one the fans want, and that's the one that would make the most sense if they were going to ever do a spinoff. Okay. Next question. I'm gonna try and answer, but go ahead. Are they doing? Are they doing a? Uh, is one of the spinoffs secretly just one about Hodor? Hodor. 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 And all the—that's all the dialogue is just Hodor. Just Hodor. I'd watch that. No. no you Show wouldn't. just about Hodor. No, you wouldn't watch that. No. No, you wouldn't watch that. Okay, what about a spinoff that's just about, just about dragons? Like no people. Just just about how the dragons just communicate, about dragons. Just yelling at each other. All yeah, subtitles. There's subtitles. Yeah. No. No? No. Okay, how about a spinoff that's just about the Peter Dinklage character? Yeah, I can see that. I could, that that's probably one of them? Yeah, I could probably okay. see that one. Just yeah. Peter anyway, Dinklage. Uh, George R. Martin okay. is giving input to all four of these writers. Uh, current showrunners David ben- Benioff and David Weiss, or Dan Weiss, sorry, have previously said that they, they do not plan on being actively involved Okay. in any of the follow-up projects. Well, let somebody else handle it. But... They will be part of the executive producing team. Of course. For any show that comes out of Game of Thrones. Because money. Because money. <laughs> uh, these products may be series, maybe miniseries, maybe HBO specials. We don't know. Because HBO has never made a spin off TV show of any of its properties. Right. Barring the movies right. that they've done. Yeah. They, so, yeah, because there was no. Well, there was a Sex in the City spinoff, but it wasn't on HBO. No, it was on CW. The Carrie Diaries, Diaries was, on CD, was on the CW. Yes. So, yes, HBO has not aired yes. a spinoff of one of their own shows. Correct. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Moving on. We're going to uh, talk about this scary guy. Uh, that's Stephen Colbert. That is Stephen Colbert. Okay. So last Monday, Stephen Colbert made a rather lewd joke. Okay. 
We're going to talk about this now. We're going to talk about this? I was going to bring it up last week, but nothing came of it. There's no news. Well, there's, there's some news here. now. Okay. Well, the news Maybe is that there's no so. news, but yes. We'll, we'll say your news, and I'll have a rebuttal. Well, you say your news, and then we'll say... No, no. Okay. You've written it down, so I'm going to let you say yeah. what you wrote so, down. So, following last uh, Monday's monologue, Colbert has come under fire from not only viewers of his, but also the FCC. Mainly from Donald Trump, probably. Yeah. Well... Uh, for a joke made about Trump and Putin and Felicio Sanchez. Sure. It's one way of putting it. Yes. Uh, this being said, the FCC is currently looking into taking, quote, I say, quote, appropriate actions towards Colbert. However, the Writers Guild of America is backing Colbert and his team of writers, in this case from the FCC, and most likely nothing will come of this. Yeah. Because, and this is important, this is key. The FCC takes complaints about everything all the time. The only reason why this is a story is because somebody with some sort of point to make wanted it to be a story. Yes. This is not a story. Every week, somebody probably complains about something on SNL. Every week, somebody probably complains about something that's on a morning show. As, as, we, <laughs> as we've gone over, people have complained about the Olympics yes. to the Olympic Committee. To the FCC about speedos being too tight, about yeah. them showing junk too long in slow motion, yeah. about them, about like why don't they speak English or something. So to be clear, when the FCC says they will take appropriate action, that's just the boilerplate response they have to everything. This is normal. This always happens. This is not a story. Right. The only reason I bring this up is because the WGA got involved. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I'm sure they do it a lot more yeah. than we think. That's what a guild does. A yes. guild supports their members. So it's not surprising. Also, I do want to uh, put in a little a little, little uh, uh, thing here about the joke itself. I also don't know if it was necessarily a great joke in the first place. Um, and I think that the reaction to it is still, even that being said... A little, little bit of an overreaction from a lot of people. I think it's a typical Colbert joke. It is. Uh, it's nothing... It, basically, I think if his show was still on uh, Comedy Central, nobody would be talking about this. But because it's be on watching. network television, it matters now. So, that's... Yes. Anyways. And that being said, <laughs> Colbert has made some worse jokes. Yes. Nothing to see here. Yes. Stephen Colbert may be on a family-friendly network now, yep. CBS... But he is definitely, he definitely is still the same kind of comedian he's always been. Yep. Which is cool. All power to him. Just maybe make your jokes less potentially homophobic next time. Yep. Maybe. Okay, moving on. Moving on. We're going to Psych. 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 The show Psych. No, 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 not the show Psych. Yes. I just, I'm just writing this because I'm trying to psych you out here. No, no, no. I know it's about the show Psych oh, because I saw something oh, about did. this. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not psyching me out. I can't psych you with Psych? No. Alright, so, a USA Network is getting the original cast and creator to return for a two-hour holiday movie called Psych the Movie. So, yes. Uh, set for releasing this December. So, if you like Psych, if you liked Psych, which I know some people who liked Psych. It was a good lot. show. Some people enjoyed that thing. I didn't get it, but... I, I got it because I like that kind of It's a little thing. I think my problem is it's a little too procedural for me. Maybe, yeah. It was. It was a little too by the numbers procedural, even if it did have the comedy stuff. Yeah, I have the same problem with like suits and white collar. Yeah, that's right. Cause I like white collar and castle like this. and <laughs> pretty much any procedural with comedy elements. Yep, is too procedural for me. Leverage, leverage. Yep. 
yeah. Bones. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Psych went off the air in the spring of 2014 okay. with eight seasons and yeah. more than 120 episodes. Yeah. The Good break. So uh, the little stops it has here is the fake psychic detective friends team up once again three years after the series finale where a mystery, where a mystery <laughs> assailant targets one of their friends. In, okay. Uh, most likely in the detective uh, agency that they constantly work with and sure. stuff. But yeah, expect uh, to get them to get all the original people back together. Yep. Expect hilarious Chizutsu. Expect it to resolve in two hours on the dot. Yeah, that's how it doesn't work. Uh, the movie will go into production on May twenty fourth with a December twenty seventeen release on USA Network. Cool. Good. Moving for on. Who like that show. And moving on. Moving on to Donald Glover. Your favorite. Yes. Don Glover. Favorite Don Glover. Yes. Uh, as I've written down here, Don Glover. So, the award-winning show Atlanta will yes. be available for streaming on demand exclusively on Hulu. Hulu. Uh, the reason it's going to be on Hulu is because this is part of a multi-year output agreement. Hulu has signed with 20th Century Fox yeah. TV distribution back in December of 2014. This gives Hulu the exclusive streaming rights to FX Network's original series, including Atlanta, You're the Worst, Baskets, and The Strain. Yeah. I, I knew already that all that stuff was in was on Hulu, so this being on Hulu makes sense. Yes. Uh, the complete first season will become available uh, as soon as they give a release date for the second season, which won't be till sometime in 2018. Right. Uh, following this deal, FXX and Donald Glover have announced that they will be putting together an adult animated comedy series. Yeah, I saw this today. About a superhero. Yeah. That's already in the movies. Come on. Spit it That's out. already dead. Spit it out. Well, they gotta, they gotta pull these resources together. Just say it. Alright, so Deadpool will be coming to FXX. <laughs> So, yes. Or, or FX, more, more likely. I think that this makes like 100% uh, sense, yes. actually. All of this. Yes. So, 10 episodes have been ordered uh, by FX for the As Yet Untitled series, which will launch in 2018. Um, this will be a show about Deadpool mm-hmm. being produced by Donald Glover and his team. Most likely his team from Atlanta. Yeah. I'm going to assume it will cross over... With the people at Archer, as they yeah. are also based out of Atlanta. I was going to say, th- this makes sense as kind of like a, put this after the after whatever they decide to do the last season of Archer, which yeah. is the next season, right? I think so. Um, so when they finish up Archer, put this at the end of it, have the both shows back to back. Well, because well, Archer does yeah. have quite a comic book feel to right. it, or look to it. I could totally see those coexisting. I could see the character of Deadpool interacting well with the character of Archer. Yeah. Um, so so uh, since they're sense. based out of Atlanta, they shoot at the same style of Archer, even though FX does run the X-Men, already run the X-Men-based series Legion. Right. No word yet on who will voice Deadpool, but... Ryan Reynolds already has a sequel due out in 2018. Yeah. The same year as this is supposed to be released. I mean, I could see Ryan Reynolds doing it, but if they don't want to pony up the money, I'm sure they could figure out anybody to do it. It's not a complicated voice. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, Mar- or Marvel already does it in their um, right. on their Disney XD shows. 
Yeah, but that's you I'm sure this up. is a very going to be a very different interpretation of the Deadpool character. Right. Also, be like there's a been a video game yeah. version of Deadpool already. Uh, did, so, did yeah. Nolan North do that? Yes, he did. I was gonna say get Nolan North. Because, I guess. Yeah, because there was a joke about getting Nolan North. Right. So they had Nolan North yes. called Nolan North. That's right. To I get, remember this. To get, Nolan, get yes. Nolan North. Yeah. So just get Nolan North and call it a day. <laughs> or do you get Johnny Benjamin to do it? No. <laughs> no. 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 It wouldn't fit Deadpool. That doesn't. Too, too, too deep of a voice. It's too specific of a voice. Yeah. He is those wise, characters, but he is not Deadpool. You need more of a wisecracking voice. And it's H. John Benjamin. John H. Benjamin. It's not yes. John H. Benjamin. It's H. John. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you do that a lot. I do that a lot. <laughs> I do do that a lot. Do 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 Actually, that reminds me, i got to go back and look up everything that happened. Because there's stuff that happened literally in the last couple hours. Yeah. So, uh, first off, we have... Excuse me. The Handmaid's Tale uh, gets a second season on Hulu. We have Marvel's Runaways and the first, on um, which did a 2018 debut on Hulu. Not where I was going for that. <laughs> Not where I would go for that. For it my was the first result. I know. Uh, we also have Chris Gethard show. Gethard. Gethard. No, his name is Gethard. Chris Gethard. Uh, <laughs> Chris Gethard. He also has, also has his uh, his comedy specials out this week. Yep. Uh, he gets a third. <laughs> uh, his show gets a third season, sixteen episodes, but will move from Fusion to True TV. Yes, moving to True. Uh, we also have Emerald City canceled after one season yep. on NBC. They went to Oz and they left. <laughs> uh, we have Forgotten Country and Rise going to NBC in 2018. Uh, Forgotten Country will be a military drama, while Rise will be the Jason Katniss high school musical drama, most likely starring our Moana girl, Alia Cravalho. Oh, okay, cool. Most likely, I say, because... We don't know yet. There is also a show called AP Bio in 2018. <laughs> Starring Glenn Howerton from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and a surprise Patton Oswald. Surprise Patton Oswald. This will be from Seth Meyers' production team, and will be on NBC. Cool. This will also be set in high school, so we're looking at two different high school shows. Uh, it'll be the singing one. Probably, yeah. Most <laughs> <of them. laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb here. It's just the singing Say one. Say you the get her to one. sing, you don't get her to not sing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, the Netflix show Thirteen Reasons Why yeah. I Died, <laughs> essentially, somehow gets a second season. So some um, will die. What? <laughs> no. First of all, that's not cool. It gets a second season. Second of all, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. We didn't watch it. They, uh, well, I kind of did. Uh, yeah, by she, proxy. By proxy, you watched. And it. I don't know how they do a second season of that. I'm yeah. just gonna say that right now. I have no idea how that's possible. Um, that will be really depressing if they do that again, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, Some people like that thing, but it had its issues. We also have The Dangerous Book for Boys. It will be a one one season, six episode comedy from Brian Cranston and Greg Mottola on Amazon. Got it. We also have Frequency. Which was canceled on the CW. Yes. We have No Tomorrow, which was canceled on the CW. Yes. And we have Rosewood. Yes. Which was canceled on Fox. 
But we're not done yet. Holy yeah. shit. So many stuff happened. It's only the we're top halfway of through. the list here. I know. We also have American Idol was announced to be coming back. Yes, American Idol getting a reboot. But not on Fox. On ABC. But on ABC because its host and most likely producer and star of the show. Mr. Seacrest. Yes, Mr. Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. As we said last week, is now up in arms. I'm sorry. Is now in cahoots with Kelly Ripa. Yep. So, buddy buddy with yep. ABC. Uh, we also have Taken on NBC. Yep. It's a second season, 16 episodes. Continues to be taken. The Gifted, which will be another Fox, uh, sorry, another X-Men spinoff on right. Fox. Yeah. We'll have a 2018 debut. Replacing Sleepy Hollow, which got canceled after four seasons on Fox. Now i got to find all the shit that happened today. Not <laughs> uh, say today, because I looked this up uh, actually last night, like at midnight. I'm talking about everything that happened in like the past six hours or yeah. so. So NBC um, got really, I want to say handsy. <laughs> but they, shit was down at NBC this, this past uh, couple, these past couple of hours, because... Lots of cancellations. That's all I'm going to say. All okay. Right. What, what was some of the bloodshed? All right. All right. So here, here's, right here, now. Yeah, here's what I got. So uh, CW has actually renewed iZombie. Okay. And the originals. Okay. ABC has canceled Last Man Standing. Wow. After six seasons. I didn't think they were going to. That thing had six seasons. But it's over. Sorry, Tim Allen. You're Tim canceled Allen again. stuck doing Michigan, uh, Michigan ads. That's it. Uh, the CW has also added two more dramas to its 2018 lineup. Okay. Including Black Lightning. It's yet another. Uh, it's uh, another. It's yet another DC comic series. By uh, Greg Berlanti, Berlanti, who's doing all the, the Flash and all those guys. DC's. This is DC guy. Right. So they come up with Black Lightning, which why don't they just make Static Shock? Make me a Static Shock show. <laughs> that thing was awesome. No. Also, uh, CW <laughs> has a new show called Life Sentence, which will star Lucy Hale as a terminal cancer patient who finds out she isn't dying after all. Oh. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ABC has renewed Modern Family for two more seasons. Okay. Which will make it the show's ninth and tenth season. And ninth and tenth Emmy. <laughs> yeah. Probably. NBC has renewed three of its four Chicago dramas. Okay. Including Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD. Whereas Chicago Justice, the fourth one, is still up in the air. So if you have Chicago Justice on your bingo card, it's not quite full yet. Nope. You know, if you have just a Chicago column. Just, just not, not call five. Chicago's. <laughs> Uh, NBC also canceled Timeless after one season. <laughs> oh well. But it removed it renewed Blind Spot. I'm sorry, I just can't. I don't understand this. It makes me sick. Blind Spot got a third season. Yeah, people like Blind Spot. Yeah. So, but that being said, uh, Timeless will now forever be Timeless in the one season capsule. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the CW has also ordered a reboot of the 1980s primetime soap drama Dynasty. 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 I mean, uh, some other network did Dallas, so yeah, it yep. made sense that somebody's going to do Dynasty. Yep. Uh, this will be for the creators of Gossip Girl. <laughs> okay. 
Because that's a one-to-one. Yep. The network has also given the series order to the military thriller Valor. So another show. Valor. Another military show. Uh, Bypassing its usual pilot process, Amazon has ordered eight episodes of the big-budget fantasy drama Carnival Row, which won't stream until 2019. I'm going to guess it's about a carnival. Or maybe it's a metaphor for something else. Like, Like a row of carnivals. (laughs) <laughs> or Carnival. Yeah, yes, it's a spinoff of the HBO show Carnival. Yes. Uh, Fox, going back to Fox, okay. they've added the medical drama The Resident to its 2018 lineup. Emily Van Camp and Matt Krasuzzi will star. Okay. Uh, ABC Scandal. Scandal. Will end with the upcoming seventh season. So... Hopefully they'll wrap up everything in the seventh season and not have any more scandals. <laughs> maybe, maybe the scandal will finally be over. Yes. Um, Fox has ordered two comedies okay. for 2018. The first one called Ghosted, a paranormal investigation spoof <laughs> starring Anne Scott and, Rob- and Craig Robinson. It's actually getting picked up. That sounds great. We, we've talked about this before. It's finally getting picked up. I want to watch that right now. That sounds amazing. Yes. Because lately, I haven't mentioned this to you, but lately, every time I go over to my sister's place, we've been watching one of those paranormal investigation <laughs> shows. Yeah. It is so bad. It's like great, though. That's how bad it is. It's so bad it wraps around to being super entertaining because the whole time you're just like, these guys are ridiculous. Yeah. So if you don't remember us talking about this, Ghosted was the... It was essentially the X-Files parody where uh, Adam Scott was the believer and Craig Robinson was the non-believer saying everything messed up. This all messed up, yo. Oh, it sounds such a great, such a great premise. Sounds great. I will watch that. Also, they picked up LA to Vegas, which is a Will Ferrell produced series set mainly on board a plane. Weird. I can only imagine all the different people going from L- from LA to Vegas and Vegas to LA. Right, but also, how do you shoot from a make shooting on a plane interesting? Well, I assume this will be either like think of it like either like the captains or the stewardess and the people that have to deal with. Still, does not allow a lot of room. There's not a lot of room on planes, anyways. Uh, also, United just had a big scandal. That could be the single plot of an episode. Yeah, I mean, there's stuff there. Yeah. It, would, it works for a series format. I'm just, I don't know, visually for me, I feel like that's very cramped. It, it's very what, one location? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You could have stuff happen in Vegas. And yeah, it sounds too. like they're going to. It's just still, it's like it, most of it is going to be on the plane. I feel like yeah. it's going to get old real fast. Uh, FXX has ordered 10 episodes of Deadpool. We already talked about that. And, yep, and that's everything. So, yeah, that's, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, uh, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 different shows. Yeah. Just today alone. Stuff I don't happens. know what happened today. Apparently, like, contracts were up or something, but... Hey, they gotta do these once hey. a year, and this is the time for it. So, yeah, uh, I mean, some good and some bad news, depending on what kind of things you like. Yep. Uh, but it sounds like, overall, uh, net positives uh, for m- new shows. So there's gonna be a lot of cool new shows coming out. Yep. 
I'm looking forward to that ghosted show. Yeah, we'll cover it when it comes out yep. for sure. Uh, that being said, yes, uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is back. Back. It's been back for a few weeks now. Yeah, uh, we forgot about it, but we're caught up now. Yeah, they had a really good show. Yeah, yeah, yeah quality stuff so far this season. Yep. All right, uh, let's move on to what uh, Steven Universe is also uh, experiencing a Steven bomb this week. Is that that season five? Season bomb? New up? Ep- no, still season season four. This is apparently is going to wrap up season four. This week, okay. Um, so that airs every night at seven this week. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I, I, I thought Are You My Dad was the last one. Uh, the last two nights were new. So right, you, I thought right. Which was uh, Are You My Dad? Right. D- d- no, you're think you're thinking of stuff that I haven't seen yet because you saw the leaks. That's no, no, because I watched it on here. Or maybe I watched it without you. You probably did. I probably watched it without uh, you. <laughs> yeah, so it's new every every week uh, night this week. It probably also is okay. uh, leaked on your local direct TV, TVR or something. But I'm yes. watching them live. <laughs> I, I, I watched it on the TV. On TV. I mean, it was through other stuff on the TV. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to video games now? I guess we oh, are. Oh, no, we're not. No? We have um, some... We have a couple deaths to talk about. Yes, we have to talk about some uh, people who have deceased. Yes. Who have left us. Yes. First up is Mario Maglieri, uh, okay. age 93. Italian-born American nightclub owner of some establishments you may have heard of. Uh, mainly the Rainbow Bar and Grill. Okay. The Roxy Theater. Yeah. And Whiskey A Go-Go. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, just, just a couple of mainstays on, in yeah, L.A. Yeah, kind of important yeah. places. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we have uh, Christopher Boykin, okay. age 45, was an American entertainer and a musician, and most known as Big, from Robin Big. Right, yes. Yes. Uh, Christopher Boykin was Big's real name. We also have Robert Wilson, age 75, a famous TV producer, but also the father of brothers Luke and Owen Wilson. Oh, okay. Yep. So if you ever wondered if they were if they were brothers, yes, Luke and Owen Wilson were actually brothers. Rough time to be the Wilsons right now. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Robert Miles, age forty-seven, was a DJ and producer. Okay. Uh, there was someone else that died today, but I for, I didn't have time to write it down. Okay. All right. All right. So we're moving on. Now to, we'll move on to video games. Now video games. Okay, video games. What do we got? Microsoft. As always, Microsoft. So, uh, Microsoft, uh, mainly the Xbox and the Xbox One, um, not only is X, are they going to be revealing uh, Project Scorpio during E3, but they are kind of desperate for exclusives. Yeah, they need games. Yeah. Um, but according to Phil Spencer, don't expect it. What? In a recent interview with, <laughs> with Phil Spencer, he said, don't expect for story-driven single-player games from the Xbox One. What? He said in a recent interview that they don't make as much money as you'd expect, and Microsoft would rather lean towards microtransaction and multiplayer games. Oh, no. Yes. What is it? What? Okay, so it's going to be all multiplayer games. Mainly, yes. Okay, so they're going to have Call of Duty. Yes. Probably, unless that's but, on but the that's not, But that's not exclusive. That's what I'm talking about, unfortunately. Destiny, <laughs> non-exclusive. Yeah, um... They have to show Crackdown, but that does that mean Crackdown's going to have some sort of ridiculous multiplayer component? Well, this is the reason why that a Dragon game, uh, the, the Scale yeah, Bale, Scale Bale, Bale got, got canceled. canceled because 
That's not what they're doing. Xbox anymore. One, because Microsoft wanted them to include a multiplayer platform with microtransactions, uh, similar to how um, what's the one For Honor does. Yeah. But Serious Killzone didn't want to do it, so they lost funding. Oh man. Well, this is how battle lines get drawn. If yeah. they think that this is going to make them more endearing to the people who own PS4s, this is not how you do it. <laughs> It's called inclu- ins- inclusivity, not exclusivity. Yes. And I think that this is a bad move, but I guess ultimately we'll have to wait to see what they have to show at E3. Well, here's the thing, though. That in his interview, he specifically mentioned Zelda Breath of the Wild yeah. and Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. as as being... Um, not, not, not What do I have here? As being um, outliers when it comes to story-driven... <laughs> When it comes to story-driven <laughs> properties. The two biggest story-driven single-player properties without microtransaction in the last, like, five years. You mean, and those are outliers? Or being Horizon Zero Dawn, which sold 2.3 million yeah. units Zelda. in its first week. And Zelda, which is selling... Which was a new IP. Which is selling more than the console they made it for, <laughs> are somehow outliers. Yes. All right. Okay. He must know better than we do. Well, because when you point to uh, their <laughs> uh, their to Microsoft story driven exclusive, which would which the past two would be Tomb Raider and Quantum Break. Yeah, they didn't make a whole lot. But then again, those two were timed exclusives. Right. Also, I think it's important to note here: the games are different games. Yes. They don't have Zelda. Horizon is the weird one here because right. yeah, it was a new IP. But it was an awesome game, and it came out at the right time. It also had a lot of hype going behind it from everyone at all these uh, conventions saying, give me a game of the year before it was yeah. even a full game. <laughs> and Quantum Break, to be fair, is not a good game. That's its problem. If it had been maybe a little bit better, perhaps people would have bought it. Well, not only that, but look at the last week's Prey, which yeah. sales have fallen off dramatically. Although, from what I understand, people like that game. If you so, played it, you liked it. But, from what I've heard, it's a single playthrough. Yeah, probably. There's not a whole lot to go back to. Also, Bethesda's weird review policy kind of shot them in the foot this time. Yeah. Uh, media outlets weren't able to review the game until a day after it came out because nobody would have had time to play it. Right. If they don't do give out the review copies in advance, then the reviewers don't have time to play a 30-hour experience mm-hmm. before the day it comes out. So... They could, they've shot themselves with hype there yep. that they could have totally had. Anyways, so, so it yeah. sounds like Phil Spencer's shooting himself in the foot now I that you mentioned it. He has, he's a little confused. I think ultimately we'll see what um, they have to show at E3. Yes. And we'll see how that compares with what Sony has. Because right now, because for E3, right now they, they need a good crackdown and release date. Yeah. We need crackdown to know what 3. crackdown is. They need, we need they're to know. show, uh, was it Pirates of the Sea or whatever it is? Uh, yeah, the rare game. Yeah, uh, uh, Thieves on the Sea. Uh, sea, uh, sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yes. Sea of Thieves. That, that, multiplayer. Multiplayer. But it sounds cool, and I'm hoping that that right. thing turns up. But, turns as, up but as we see, like, multiplayer-only games, look out to Titanfall. That was an Xbox One exclusive. For a period of time. No, no, no. Xbox uh, Titanfall 1 is oh, a... Titanfall, yes. Yes, Titanfall 1 is Titanfall Xbox one. one exclusive. Yes. Titanfall 2, two is not. multi-platform. Yeah, multi-platform. Well, so yeah. yeah, I guess we'll see. Yikes, Bill uh, Spencer, what you doing there? Well, E3 is only um, a month away, yep. so we'll see it very soon now. 
Yep. Uh, well, because it's a month away, they need to give out um, developers. So they they the developers on their site. So they send out dev kits. Yeah. For the Scorpio, uh, and one of them, or apparently the dev kit they sent out had an FPS counter on it. Just so you know, it was running on full frames. Cool. Uh, fans got word of this. Now they wanted the final product. Okay. They they want uh, so fans want the FPS counter which lays <laughs> on the front of the Xbox One, of the Xbox Scorpio it's so dev dumb. kit, so that way you, you can tell all all of its stats as it's running a game and whether or not you're actually getting sixty FPS out of it. That's so dumb. Can't you just tell? Most people can't. I can't. I can kind of tell. I can tell based off uh, hertz from from sixty to one twenty. It hurts. Uh, uh, refresh rate for TV, but... Interesting. But you can't tell frames on a game. I can't tell frames on a game. I can tell frames on a movie, but not on a game. Weird. Yeah, weird. Because I'm the complete opposite. Like, like, if, I, like if I watched a, like if I watch a movie in IMAX, or if I watch it in... If I watch, like, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, which is shot at 60, I can tell the difference. I can see the difference. Yeah. But... When it comes to video games, I don't see the difference. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it's not for everybody, but that's still a silly idea. It is a silly that's idea. That's a dumb idea. It is. Hope they don't do that. Oh, they're gonna, they better not do it because otherwise, if the game does not come out with 60, you're yeah. going to get some huge backlash. That's terrible. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. That's dumb. That's a dumb thing. Moving on. Dumb things. Dumb things are dumb things. Dumb things Moving are dumb. on. Speaking of dumb things. Okay, what's dumb? That, that's that stuff. Copyrights are dumb. Copyrights are dumb. What's in, what's in the copyright news this week? And copyright, uh, sorry, rather copyright, but rather trademark battle. Okay. I don't know why I put the copyright so well there. It should be trademark. Eh, close enough. They're related. <laughs> They're related. So a trademark battle as Prey, the latest game from Bethesda, is taking legal action against an indie developer. Oh, right. For the name Prey for the Gods. <laughs> but spelled like Prey. No, 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 Yeah, P-R-E-Y. P-E-R-E-Y, not P-R-A-Y, which is how the name of the ti- of that title, you would think that that would go. You would think it would go. But no, but no, it's Prey, like stalking Prey. Yes. So Bethesda is taking legal action against the indie developer, yeah. which is actually a Kickstarter that got funded last year and is made as an homage to Shadow of the Colossus. Okay. The developer Nomad decided not to fight Bethesda in court, but instead decided to change their name from P-R-E-Y T-P-R-A-Y. Which is what they should have done in the first place, let's be real. I get the play on words that they were trying to do, but But eh. Bethesda is still pursuing them because Prey and Prey still uh, sound so similar. Now that's frustrating. That's frustrating. That's dumb. They should not be doing that. Also, this is just yet another huge uh, trademark battle of praying, praying on small fish here, and they should move on. Yes, whereas Nomad <laughs> is praying, this goes away. Ah! We did a bit. We didn't even try to. Speaking of the bits. <laughs> okay, what do we got? Woo, we got this big bits right here. Hey, it's Shaq. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the cover art was released for NBA 2K18 with... It sure was. The Big Shaqtus, the Big Shamrock, the Big Aristotle, the Big Bernishkov, the Big Fella, he's the big. Beasel, LCL, MDE, Shaq Daddy, Shaq Fu, Superman, <laughs> Shaq Fu, Will Chamberneasy, Manny Shaqiao, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, oh, that's who we're talking about. Yes. Okay. 
which the trailer got released in a quite funny press conference where he's reading the teleprompter. Yeah. And it turns from his acceptance speech of the cover art to him praising Kobe Bryant <laughs> as he was last year's yeah. uh, at the and the first uh, for the Legend Edition cover art athlete. Yeah. So it's a it's a hilarious bit. It's funny. Yeah. Check it out. And also NBA 2K18 is coming out. Legacy Edition has Shaq on it. Legacy. Ramily. Panda, 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 panda. panda. <laughs> but yes. So if you like basketball video games, pick that up. Yep. Your basketball, your basketball video game is coming up. It's got Shaq's mug on it. Yep. So buy it. Uh, actually, it's got Shaq hanging from the rim, just like it has outside staples. Oh. So yeah. Convenient. And funny enough, there's two editions. One is the gold version, which is him in Laker jersey, and oh. one is the black version, which oh. is him in the Heat ver- in the Heat jersey. Right, because he was on that team. Yeah, and he won the championships for both teams. Oh. Well, well, there you go. Yes, even though or, funny enough, know. he re- he retired as a Celtic. Weird. <laughs> yeah, and he started his career as the Magic. I'm really confused. And he played for the Suns in between those times. He was there. a Magic Sun Laker. No, he was a Magic Laker. Magic Laker. Heat, Heat Sun, Sun Celtic. Celtic. That's how it goes. A Magic Laker Heat Sun Celtic. Yeah. Sounds like I'm. <laughs> Sounds like your grand wizard. Rolling a character. <laughs> uh, rolling a character in a tabletop RPG right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, moving on. We have uh, what remains of the podcast. Is what remains of Edith Finch, which you played. Yes. All what two and a half hours of. Yes. And you can watch us play through the entirety yes. of this game in three hours on our YouTube page. So tell us, did you enjoy what remains of Edith Finch? Yes and no. Alright, what'd you like about it? I, 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 I like the storytelling elements. Yeah. I liked how you got, how it basically told you. Uh, Basically, last hours or last days of each each uh, person in the Finch family. I like how you have to go through this basically abandoned house uh, to find all this out. I liked how the doors were specifically closed off, so you had to take unorthodox routes uh, to get to everybody. Um, and I liked it visually. Yeah. It was visually pleasing to me. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this game driving to work the other day, and I was thinking about, before I had mentioned that it seemed like it was a more interactive Gone Home. Yeah. Like, it uses a lot of, like, the like the base of Gone Home, which is yes. walking around a house and learning things, gleaning information from things in your, in your environment. But what hit me was, it's like Gone Home, but if the house was designed by Imagineers, like Disneyland. Yes. It's a theme park of a house. And what I mean by that is, theme, you know how theme parks are literally designed to catch the eye? Yes. Where you're supposed to be navigated towards things, gates and things. Like, there's actual science that these people put into, like, making the human eye move to different locations and believing they're in a place and gleaning information from mm-hmm. their environment. The design of Edith Finch reminded me of that. Okay. Where it's like, there are obvious things that you interact with that are very that are very interactive, as opposed to Gone Home, which is the opposite, which is everything looks very normal, and you're trying to open up everything normal because you don't know if there might be something interesting. Inside. Right. Edith Finch is the reverse of that. Right. Everything uh, is out there telling you, "Hey, look at me! I'm unique. Interact with me." Right. And everything has a story. Yeah. Because everything has a purpose. 
And it's it does, and that's why it's more successful at telling a linear narrative, mm-hmm. because that's what it's trying to do. Yes. Whereas Gone Home is more of a I don't know, there's stuff if you want it kind of thing. Whereas this is very much let's let's cut the fat, let's give them the story and only the story. Now that being said, yeah, there's a flip coin to this. Okay, what didn't you like? I didn't like how short it was. Yeah. Figured that I could only beat it in a two and a half hours in a single sitting. Yeah, and I. Didn't like some of the content. I think you know what I'm referring to. Yeah, some of this is pretty messed up. Yeah. Um, it, goes some, it goes some places. This thing does it up. It may look like it's kid-friendly on the outside, but don't let your kids play this game. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's literally about death. We should get that across the across right away. The, what remains is really what remains of Edith Finch's family. Yes. Uh, because you're talking about how all of your family members have, have died. Yes. In varying ways. It doesn't really dwell on the death part of things. It's not macabre. It's not, like, dramatic in a dark way. Right. It's very matter-of-fact, weirdly enough, about these deaths. Yeah. It's just about, like, these deaths happen, and they happen in zany ways. In fact, like, right. there's that, like that newspaper article that you, that you pass by at one point that straight up says... That this is the Finch family is a family notorious for having bad luck. Yes. And so it's almost like kind of like the vibe of like a series of unfortunate events, but it goes further than those books do. It goes some yeah. places. Um, yeah, don't play this game if you're squeamish. <laughs> no, or, there's some yeah. stuff. There's just some stuff in this game. And um, because it's all from first person perspective, there's some stuff that happens with you as the person. Yeah. Um, Oof. Yeah. But yeah, um, so... Yeah, there's just two that I'm specifically... Right, yes. Reminiscing about. two that I sat through. Yes. Um, But yes. (laughs) But yes, if you don't want to play the game, you can watch us play through it. Yeah, it's... It's it's only three hours. Definitely an interesting experience. I I can't say I platinumed the game because there's no platinum. There's no platinum. But I got all the trophies within three hours. That's how short the game is. But yeah, I think that if you are interested... If you like Gone Home, if you're interested in seeing kind of like what the next evolution of that kind of environmental storytelling looks like in first person this is that yeah uh try it uh, try it out if it sounds interesting at all to you um i think what they did is really really cool i want to see that but maybe not about death um also <laughs> probably pick this game up when it goes on sale yeah it's i just feel like yeah i just feel like it's worth the 20 dollars. it's about two and a half hours so if you think that those the money doesn't line up with hours which is not always a fair argument to make yeah but to some people it is if you think that's not a fair, that, well, that's not a fair price, it, then it maybe was maybe. on. You could, I could have uh, pre-ordered this with uh, with the PlayStation Plus. Yeah. You got it for fifteen, which I think is a fair price. Also, I think this is but, an easy, yeah. easy, um, easy um, uh, nominee for a future uh, PlayStation Plus game. Yes, <laughs> I think this would make a lot of sense if, in like yes. a couple months, you see this for free for PlayStation. Yeah, Plus. Uh, expect this thing in October. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah timing for it all right so yeah uh we like to try it if it sounds at all interesting to you moving on it's a overall we're giving you a positive review okay we're we're not saying anything bad about this game we're just saying that it goes some places we wish it did (laughs) but it does go some places and it's a rewarding experience in the end yeah moving on cool we're gonna talk about music now and Um, i'm gonna try and stretch my power here how we start music is of course the Billboard charts and number the board one. Bills. We start with the Hot 100, which is the singles chart, and number one this week is none other than DJ Khaled 
DJ Khaled. With another one, no. With I'm the one. Another one? Just one. Uh, I'm the one. Featuring Justin Bieber, Quavo, Chance the Rapper, and Lil Wayne. So, oh, this is the big album. This is also notable because not only is this DJ Khaled's first number one, this is also Chance the Rapper's first number one by proxy. Oh, so, by proxy. because he is f- featured on the song. Okay. So, congratulations to both. Uh, number two, uh, dropping down to number two this week, That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. That's what I like. Number three. That's what I like. Despac- Despacito, uh, Luis Fonzi, and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. I heard that song on the radio the other day. How was it? It was okay. Okay. I, I didn't turn away from it like I thought I would. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Number four, Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Number five, I'm Shape so of You humble. by Ed Sheeran, meaning that Ed Sheeran. That, that Ed Sheeran still song is still up, up, up here. Your Billboard 200 didn't move a whole lot. It has a couple of debuts this week in the top five. What's the debut? Your number one is still Damn. Damn. By Kendrick Lamar. Number two, debuting at number two this week, Humans by Gorillaz. Hey! Debuting at the top five in its first week of eligibility. Number three, also debuting in its first week, Strength of a Woman. Strength of a Woman. Sorry. By Mary J. Blige, her return album. Uh, number four, More Life by Drake. And number five, Divide by Ed Sheeran. And that is your billboard. Where's Moana? Mo- our weekly Moana check. Oh, oh! Down number 12, out of the top 10. Oh, looking for a 7 to 12. Sorry. Right. Moana check. What do we have for music news? No, new releases. Oh. We have B.O.B. Mr. AKA Bob- Bobby Ray. His, yes, uh, Mr. Flat Earther himself. Yes, with Him Ether. and Shaq. Yes, uh, new releases with Ether. We have Danzig with Black Lady and Crown. Okay. We have Dream Car with Dream Car. Uh, Dream Car is Dream made Car. up of AFI's Davey Havoc and No Doubt's Tom Dumont, also featuring Tony Kanai and Adrian Young. Huh, okay. We also have Girl Pool with Power Plant. Yes, that's my, my release of the week. I, I, I thought it would be this next one. Harry Styles with no. Harry Styles. <laughs> Probably going to skip that and just listen to that Girl Pole album. We also have Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly with Bloom. Okay. Paramore's new album comes out after laughter. Oh, all right. I'll listen new that. Paramore album. Uh, Sooner than I thought. Yeah. Uh, Paul Weller with A Kind Revolution. Okay. Oh, Power Bottom. The Yeah, Power Bottom. Yeah, there's, there's no vowels. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, but Pageant. Uh, Seether with Poison the Parish. Seether still exists? Seether still exists. Okay. Todd, Ru- Todd Rundgren with okay. White Knight. All right. And Zach Brown Band Zach Brown with Band. Welcome Home. Well, there you go. Something for everybody this yep. week. A little something for everybody. A little something for everybody. All right, cool. That's music to listen to. Yeah. And I can do that on Friday. All right. All right, music news. What do we got? Here's some music news for you. Uh, very slow week, so we're going to start off with this. Uh, the music of roulette. Uh, close, actually. Do you remember that bit on uh, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, where they used to pick a random subject and do an entire album about yeah, it? Yes. That's <laughs> me saying that just reminded me of that. It's like, Wayne Brady would have to do the songs of roulette. <laughs> got black, got red. Oh, what? It's green. Oh, no. That's mean. That's mean. <laughs> Why are you Land Greed? All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> Songs Roulette. Okay. So, uh, uh, what is this? This is called... Actually. This is called Rhythm Roulette. Okay. What's Rhythm Roulette? It's a YouTube show by Mass Appeal where they take music producers, blindfold them, <laughs> send them into a record store, and they have to pick out three different records. Okay. 
send them back to the studio with those three records, and create a beat sampling those records. All right. Why are we are we covering YouTube shows now? Because uh, it's a slow week. Okay. Also, yeah, the show's been going on for since 2012, and it's just an interesting concept. No, that is an interesting concept. I'm not sure why we're covering it on the show. We're not covering it. We're just, we're just mentioning it because it's, it's been on my news. It's been on my uh, news thing for a while, and I figured I might as well put it now. Fair enough. Uh, we also have, hey. hey, these guys. Uh, so LCD Sound System. Yeah. Recently on SNL. Yes. Uh, they also released a couple new songs. Yes, they did. Called "Call the Police" and "American Dream," which are what they performed on SNL. Uh, the so. ones I said, please skip. Hey, they were good. If you say so, I wasn't quite listening. Was... Call the Police is a very it it sound it reminded me of um of All My Friends, which is off of their album um, Sound of Silver. Oh, I reminded me of And it, uh, the second one is more of a ballad. Uh, kind of reminded me of um, shoot. But yeah, it's very it's very them. Um, it sounds good. Um, I yep. like what I've heard so far. Uh, so with the music, prepare for a new album. Yes, most likely uh, should be um, by the but definitely by the end of the year. Yep. I would guess probably around September, since we haven't heard a firm uh, release date yet. I would bet September. That's usually a pretty solid date. Yep. And can't wait. What? Oh, oh, you said I wait. Said I can't wait. Oh, she can't wait. Okay. Oh yeah, I was wondering if you watched this. <laughs> I saw this on YouTube as an ad, and I was like, I wonder if Mike's watched this yet. <laughs> the answer is yes. Okay. So what do you get when you mix two of my favorite bands? Uh, apparently this. Yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, Lincoln Park and Blink-182 have come together uh, to form Blinkin' Park. <laughs> Blinkin' Park. Blinkin' Park. Yeah. Which, if you put, uh, if you read it around and go 182 Blinken Park, it sounds like an address. It does sound like an address. <laughs> uh, so, uh, two of my favorite bands, Lincoln Park and Blink 182, are co headlining two shows this summer for a mini tour they've deemed Welcome to Blinken Park. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to celebrate this new union, Funny or Die has created a new video yeah. about a first date where they yes. meet. Yes. <laughs> and it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, don't really say that a whole lot about putting your die videos, but this one is actually funny. Yeah. Uh, they have two dates for the show. The shows are two dates. Ju- uh, Friday, July 28th at City Field in New York. And Sunday, July 30th at Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. In a related story, I don't know if you saw this today, but apparently in an interview, uh, the main dude, singer from Linkin Park. Chester? Uh, yeah, he was talking about fans. I, I saw this, Fan too. reactions. And he, I was going to bring this up right now, too, yes. His, his, his question had to do with fans who are stuck on their first couple albums and how they want Linkin Park to do something that sounds like hybrid theory. And he said that they need to move on. Yes, his exact quote was, move on from hybrid theory. We have, you should, too. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. With that being said... If you want a high, uh, another hybrid theory album, you should go back and listen to Living Things. That's your hybrid theory album. <laughs> but also realize that bands can't make the same music over and over again because then they'd be country music. Also, moving on. Grow up. <laughs> hey, grow up fans. I did. I like their new music. Get with the times. Moving on to anything else. Uh, oh yeah, I have one last thing here. One just, last just because we've yet to cover it, but it's news. One thing to cover. This picture should look familiar. Yeah, it does. What? What Didn't is we it? We already covered stagecoach. Yes, we covered stagecoach. Okay, what do we need to talk about? We covered Coachella. Do we need to talk about Desert Trip? Yeah, we do. All right. 
Well, we need to talk about Judge Trip 2017. I guess. Uh, line of the past being announced, and just like last year, uh, headliners uh, for all three days. They're old. They're old. <laughs> so, does this sound like a ticket worthy of buying? Okay, give it to me. Straight. REO Speedwagon. No. And 38 Special. Okay, no. Kansas. You saw 38 Special. Yeah, they were good. I liked them. Sure. Uh, Kansas and Blue Oyster Cult. Don't fear the reaper. Yep. Just bring your cowbells. And also, because all these bands are old, don't fear the reaper. Yeah. <laughs> that was Saturday. Also, we have Sticks and Super Trip on Sunday. Oh, Lord. Okay. Those are your headliners. <laughs> Now, unlike last year, where they only had headliners... Yeah, there's other bands. There's going to be other bands there. All right. Mainly cover bands... That checks out. As other acts include James Taylor... Okay. Eric Carmen, Okay. Australian Pink Floyd... Wait, what? Yep. Australian Pink Floyd... I'm just going to let that go. Okay. Jason Bonham's Led Zeppelin Experience... Okay. Foreigner... All right. Terry Jacks, Wild Child, All right. The Fab Four, Starland Vocal Band. Is it Wild Child Doors tribute? Yes. Okay, <laughs> just checking. Uh, Queen Nation. Hmm, I wonder what band they're a tribute to. Uh, Kings of the Stone Age. Weird. Uh, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. Except it's not actually Chicago. It's just a. It's just a band that does music from the musical Chicago. No, it's all the NBC Chicago shows coming on stage oh. and doing a live oh. four-way performance. Do the theme songs. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bread. The band. Yes, the, the band Bread. Super Diamond. Tribute to Neil Diamond. Okay. The Long Run. Okay. And David Bowie. Wait. David Bowie, asterisk. Oh, asterisk. Yes. Okay. As... This will be a special hologram appearance. Oh, hologram David, David Bowie? Hologram David Bowie at Desert Trip. Is hologram Tupac going to show up or are they going to jam? I think only if hologram Prince shows up as well. Okay, I'm in. All right. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to buy a ticket to Desert Trip, but I at least want to see the David Bowie hologram. David Bowie hologram? I want to see David Bowie hologram. They'll be streaming, I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be on YouTube today. I, I'm sure, sure, day. yeah. It's just like Tupac Hologram was everywhere. Yeah, Tupac Hologram was immediately on the internet. Yep. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's for someone. It's not for us, but that's for someone. Yep. That, that lineup, I think, appeals to uh, somebody of a it very sounds, specific generation. It sounds good. It would sound like a good lineup. For somebody For, for a specific who, generation. Yeah. Uh, maybe somebody who's old enough to be our parents, but maybe specific, not specifically our parents. Not specifically our not parents? Not specifically our parents, but maybe somebody who... Grew up at the same time as our parents and just had slightly different music taste. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, and that being said... Uh, uh, is that it? Yeah. Does that do it? That does it for us. That does it for the Media Boat podcast. That means you'll have to catch us next week. We'll be back on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m., of course, um, for another live streaming episode. Um, in the meantime... If you like what we see here, if you like what we do, if you want to see more and different things from us, we have a Patreon, www.patreon.com slash mediaboat. There, you can help us out by donating as little as $1 a month. That's it, just $1 just a month. Right yeah, there. if you want. 
Um, and you can donate more if you want to, but just as little as a dollar will get you on our special list where we'll do special things. Yep. Um, and it'll help us uh, build more content and afford cool stuff, like possibly a second microphone. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and so then we're also working on our website, and that'll also be part of this program. So yep. look forward to the website, mediaboatpodcast.com. As soon as it goes live, we'll tell you. In the meantime, we're also on Facebook. Facebook. We're also on Twitter. We're Media also Boat on Podcast. YouTube. You're watching Twitter, us. You're Media listening Boat. to us. Media, YouTube. You're supporting right us channel. right now. iTunes. Find us on iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us some stars. Uh, subscribe. Get us in your ear holes every week. And we'll be back in your eye holes and your ear holes next week. So until then, keep them clean. The media boat is closed. We're, we're, we're faring out here. <laughs> yes. We're sailing away. Until next week. T- time, time to cruise along. Yep, time to cruise, Tom Cruise. Time to speed. Speed. We're watching speed yeah. the entire time. Yes. All right. Well, Keanu Reeves has weird teeth. Okay, bye. Which makes me feel better about mine. Bye. <laughs> Oh,